0: You know, oh boy. you can be hitting the ball, everything's going well. All of a sudden the shoulder dips, you're hitting behind it. Next thing you know, it's all just gone.
1: <laughs> we can par a hole, you can birdie a hole and you're flying high and then you triple bogey the next hole. <laughs> Live your life with purpose, change someone's life for the better and
0: leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Dan, Brian, and Terry are ready. So let's get started. Do you remember the song by Bobby McFerrin called Don't Worry, Be Happy? It was a smash hit in 1988. It was voted song of the year, record of the year. People loved it because that is what people want. And I hear Brian uh, whistling it in the background. (laughs) Very nice touch, Brian. Uh, People don't want to worry. They want to be happy. They just want to let their troubles go. Let go of it and and enjoy life. But happiness is temporary. Maybe what people are really looking for is something more, something called joy. Joy is long-lasting. We're going to talk about the difference between happiness and joy today in Finish Strong. I'm your host, Dan Wheeler, joined by Brian Rowland and Terry Steen. And guys, I know you're old enough to remember that song one is <laughs> a great song it made you feel good didn't it I wasn't
2: just whistling dixie <laughs> it
0: really did yeah it had that little um reggae feel to it you know mm-hmm. yeah you make yeah. Yeah. Picture, yeah picture you're down in the islands there but uh boy happiness it can it can come and go you know i remember in 1980 and brian remembers this because I we got arrested down in bogota colombia <laughs> we were shooting a documentary for a Christian TV station. And the soldiers just arrested us for apparently no reason. They s- said we were kind of uh, infringing on their territory. But when we were down there before that happened, we saw a family that lived in a big cardboard box on top of a garbage heap. Mm. There were probably three or four children and two adults that came out of that. And they were all smiling, and happy. And I thought, how is that possible? Yeah. I mean, it blew my mind. When I came back to the United States, I'm like, all the stuff we have, and do people have joy like that? It was a deep-seated joy. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, funny you say that, Dan, because when we got thinking of the talking about joy, I thought back to a few years ago, I had a friend of mine who asked me the question, if you could live your life over again exactly the same way you lived it, would you do it? And my response was almost immediate. Yeah, I'd do it. I had a great life. And he said, Terry, you know, you're only the second person I've asked. And I've asked a lot of people. You're only the second person I've asked that said they would live their life over again. Wow. Isn't that amazing? But would you have come back with that high voice you just used? You said, yeah. Well, I'd try to see if I could make some changes, but I don't know if they'd let me. (laughs) Funny man, funny man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know the
0: short jokes are coming. Uh, <laughs> won't be happy. You won't yeah. be happy. <laughs> yeah. Brian, joy versus happiness. It really seems like they're close, but they're so different, so far apart.
2: You know, ha- happiness is something that's in the moment. Something makes you happy and also you smile. It's just, it's, it's got to be an event that just, it gets you right then where joy lives in your heart, it's in your soul. I think joy is waiting to be discovered in you. Hmm. And and mm-hmm. when you accept the Lord for one thing is when the joy comes out which we'll be talking about but there's a yeah. difference between happiness and joy.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Tim. Yeah, I would add that I I was thinking it of it as happiness is linked to circumstances but joy that's contentment beyond circumstances. And mm-hmm. that's why our circumstances change by the hour during the day. So our happiness fluctuates, it comes and goes based on a conversation we had or what just happened or whatever, where joy goes beyond all those circumstances. Mm -hmm. So
0: so people might say, well, where do you get joy? And you mentioned knowing the Lord. And the Bible tells us in the New Testament, it's actually a fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. And he goes on and lists the, the rest. But um, I find it interesting that joy is right up there, listed right after love. It's such so important that we and by fruit, it, it, the Bible, you know, we want people to know us by our fruits. Do we bear fruit in our life? And if you have joy, people are going to notice. They're going to say, "Wow, they've got something that I don't have, and I want."
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's what the fruit of the spirit is about. It's it's an it's an attitude of the heart and spirit. You know, it's it's often synonymous with. With uh, following Christ. I mean, as soon as you accept Christ, you could see that in a change in a person's life. They may not feel it instantly, but they know there's something different. And then you could see it as it starts being expressed in their attitude and everything else. Joy comes upon them.
1: And I think from a practical standpoint, you know, that's the deep rooted the result of Holy Spirit in our life, and we'll talk about probably some more practical things that we can do or think about to have joy in our life. But it's interesting that, uh, you know, the tree doesn't keep its fruit. There's fruit, but the tree lets go of its fruit. Someone takes and uses its fruit, and I think that should be the same in our life. The joy Mm. that we have, the fruit of the Spirit in our life, is not just for us. It's for other people as well. And we have to get that attitude that we can provide and we can bring joy to others through our life and through them seeing the Holy Spirit in our life as well. You know,
0: I remember singing as a kid, the song, maybe you guys remember there's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that unspeakable joy, it's so wonderful. You can't even begin to put it in words. And, 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18 says, Rejoice always. Now that seems, you know, really impossible to do. But we're told to do it. Rejoice always. Pray continuously. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Boy, sometimes when things go wrong, the last thing you want to do is give thanks in all circumstances. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think it's important to understand, it's it's easy to make that statement, but it's important to understand that that is a learned process. Uh, You know, Paul talks about that in Philippians, the fourth chapter. He says, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. And I've learned the secret of being content and in every situation. So it's a learned process. It's not something that just happens overnight, too.
2: You know, and, and happiness is an emotion. It's feelings, a um, range of uh, contentment in your life and satisfaction, things that's going on. And if you would ask anybody in the world, uh, just say it's generically in that world, not in the Christian world, uh, they would probably tell you that joy is uh, witnessing or achieving self, selflessness or selfishness, mm. I should say, uh, to mm. the point of a personal sacrifice. You will do anything to get joy in your heart. You're, you're, you're doing things, but it isn't it isn't real. Whereas if you look at a, a biblical difference between the two, um, I think you would find joy is greater because it is the fruit of the Spirit. And when we find joy, it's it's infused with comfort. It's wrapped in peace around us. It's an attitude of the heart and spirit. And it is Jesus living in us.
0: You know, we had a special service at a church I'm attending down here. It was uh, for Pentecost Sunday, Sunday night. And I thought Terry would know this guy because he's from Florida. His name's Jim Raley. And Terry, you know, the guy is anointed. He was oh yeah, he was on fire and talking about the situation we're in with the world. And, and he was saying, yeah, we can sit and mope about it and say, why was I born for a time such as this? this? Or we can say, wow. God put me here, the most exciting time in history. And he has a little booklet that I, I bought that's called Testing for the Tribulation. And I think we would all agree that we're seeing the birth pangs that Jesus talked about in Matthew 24. Mm-hmm. It seems like things are getting worse by the day. The price of gas skyrocketing, the price of fuel, our borders are insecure, crime is out of control liberal DAs, letting people off, wanting to defund the police. It's a mess. Yeah. So how do we have joy in a situation like that? Because, we, you know, we could be in for some hard times before the Lord pulls us out of here.
1: Mm -hmm. So true. And if we can have that joy, what an example that is to the world, right? So the Lord gives us, he's given us this opportunity. And I couldn't help but think of Paul. And one of the greatest books on joy ever written is, is the book of Philippians. And that was written by Paul. If you read through Philippians, he talks about rejoicing multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I actually I, I went back and read a little bit on that. And Paul's sitting in prison. He's, he's waiting to go to trial in Rome. He's been in prison for seven years. He's chained to a soldier. Hmm. They don't provide all of his needs, so his friends have to bring in paper and pencil and help him pay for clothes and those kind of things. And this is going on seven years. And he writes one of the most incredible books on being joyful. And uh, if we have the time, I went through the chapter and found six very practical things. I know a few podcasts ago, I asked you guys if I could quickly tell you 20 things. 20 things. <laughs> yeah, very
0: quickly. And, and at the end, we said, thanks, Terry. Bye, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be a little bit shorter? This will be a little bit shorter, and I don't have okay. to do it now, but it just made me think about Paul. It's a great example. Yeah. With yeah. the circumstances he was in. Yeah, he
0: really was. And he said he learned how to be content no matter what his circumstances with, how to abound and how to be abased. I wrote down Philippians 4, four. You mentioned Philippians. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And it is a great book. And that's where we read that it's a fruit of the Spirit. So we need to have the Spirit in our lives, the the third member of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, when he left, he said, I'm going to send you the comforter. And the Holy Spirit is our comforter that can give us that joy, unspeakable, full of glory. And, you know, happiness comes and goes. I think Brian said that earlier. We have moments of happiness, but joy is deliberate and intentional. Think about that. Happiness comes and goes, but joy is a practice. Joy mm-hmm. is deliberate and intentional. What do you, How do you feel about that?
2: I agree with you. I think just just for a second to go back on the don't worry, be happy. That was what happiness is supposed to be. It's a don't worry, be happy. But if you look at joy, it's don't worry, rejoice. That's what Terry was saying. And I was going to mention that right before. And I agree with that. I I think absolutely. Now what was the question, Dan?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was talking what you think about happiness comes and goes, but joy is a practice. Joy needs to be deliberate and intentional.
1: Jerry, how are you? How can we be deliberate and intentional about our joy? Well, I think part of it is uh, an impetus of the Holy Spirit, like you talked about. That's the biggest thing. And you know, Brian, sometimes... can you look up
0: that word "impetus"? That's the biggest word I've ever heard him use. Well, I know. We'll get
1: back to you on that. <laughs> I'll explain it later. Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes we forget that we're not sure who all is listening to our podcast, and there may be somebody who is fighting sadness and not having any joy in their life. And they're listening with interest. And I think it's important that they understand that the only way you can have joy is by accepting Jesus as your Savior. That's Mm -hmm. the only way to have the fruit of joy as one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You can't have the Holy Spirit in your life unless you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So (laughs) I would just say Quickly, if someone's listening right now and they haven't accepted Jesus, they haven't let him be their Savior, let him be the Lord of their life, realize that he died for their sins, then that's the first step in beginning to establish that deep-seated joy in their life. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, you have to um, ask him to forgive you over your sins, but Brian, you also have to turn from your sins. My people will turn from their wicked ways. Exactly what
2: repenting means. Repenting is your, I'm going down this path. I don't want to go down this path anymore, and I'm repenting, so I'm turning and going the other way. I want to follow the light. I don't want to keep going in my direction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's definitely. Now there's a difference, and in the joy, there's a difference, too, because if you're going, like we're seeing today, so everything that's going on today can really would be just get you down.
0: It does. But,
2: and I think about what you're saying about the island people and stuff like that. And, you know, they have joy especially because they're, you know, they, don't, they don't have a care for a lot of different things. They don't need, like we need. They don't need, but they have a joy. And if you have a joy in your heart that comes out uh, through Christ and the Holy Spirit living in you, there's a happiness you can have and a joy while you're going through all this. It's like you know that everything is just blowing up around you, but you feel secure. You feel safe because you know that the Lord has you covered. He's living in you. He's living around you. He's living through you.
0: Well, when you accept the Lord as your Savior and you truly are repentant and ask Him to forgive you and you say, Lord, I want to live for you, you Mm -hmm. know that you're going to live with Him forever. Right. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen. The last page of the Bible says we win. We're on the winning side when we know the Lord. He is coming back. I'll tell you, uh, Terry, your friend Jim Raley, he was talking about, you know, Any minute we could hear that trumpet blast and boom, (laughs) be transported. And it's exciting when you think about it. Uh, Happiness seems to be, I think of it like as a salve. You know, you get a cut or something and you put it on there. It makes it feel better for a little bit, but it's temporary. Joy endures trials and hardship, and then it connects those trials and hardships to meaning and purpose. In other words, let's find out why did I go through that? What was God's purpose?
1: Yeah. And that's something that Paul talked about when he was sitting there in prison, and he said that, yeah, and I'll continue to rejoice. What has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance, and I eagerly expect and hope. So he had the right attitude. He had the thought that it doesn't matter what I'm going through right now. I have high expectations, I have great hope, and I believe that it's going to turn out for my deliverance. So part of it is just your attitude. So that's one piece of it. And then he went on to say, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So he saw the big picture, just like we're talking about. You mentioned Jim saying, hey, we could see Christ any minute now. Right. That's not a bad thing. Right. And so if you step back and look at the big picture and say, what's in our minds, what's worse than death? Well Death can be joyful, so how bad can it be? right Yeah
2: No, I, I agree that having joy includes feeling good cheer. It's, it's a vibrant happiness that comes out from joy. And the thing he said with Paul, he was in prison, and what were they doing? They were singing, they were rejoicing. Yeah. He had a joy, just being there. I yeah. think anybody else would think, Man, I'm in this prison, there's rats running around you know, you yeah. don't know what's going to be happening to you." but yet you're singing and they're rejoicing. I mean, that's yeah. true joy.
0: I want you guys to react to this. This is a a great statement, and I I really love it. It says, happiness reacts, but joy transcends. Right. Wow. Mm, Just chew on that for a minute, if you will. No,
2: I I agree with you, because (laughs) happiness is an emotion, and it's a a reaction, whereas joy does transcend because it lives in you, and it's coming through you.
0: Mm -hmm. Nehemiah. Short little guy, knee high, Maya, Terry. <laughs> oh, um, see there. what I did there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I have a biblical studies major, and when you oh, have that's a major, right. you that's learn right. the important things. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was uh, a little shorter than Zacchaeus, <laughs> he was a little bit taller than Bill Dad the shoe height. Sorry, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Okay. <laughs> uh, when you think of joy transcending, I, I read this somewhere yesterday. It said, Joy is like a limitless reservoir that you can draw from any time. And I think that's what Paul's saying hmm. in in Philippians. It's
1: there to draw on whenever you need it. So it's deep-seated, it's deep-rooted in you. Yes. Hmm. yes. And because it comes from the Lord, he says, rejoice in the Lord. He doesn't say rejoice in what's happened that day or the circumstances, but it's in the Lord. So if we worship by the Spirit, we don't have confidence in the flesh it's all from the Lord. So that's why it can transcend all the things that are going on. Reactions are just feelings.
0: Mm-hmm. Psalm 94, 19 says, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Wow. Yeah. Talk about turning around. And I, I'm sure you guys know this one. This one really says what joy is in a pretty meaningful way. It's Habakkuk three seventeen and 18. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Hmm. It's basically
1: saying you've got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) really, yeah talk about a commitment talk about being proactive talk about putting the stake in the ground mm-hmm. you know no matter what goes on it doesn't matter yeah i am going to be content i'm going to be joyful happy mm-hmm. and that's another thing paul mentioned in philippians where he was saying forget what's behind strain towards what's ahead that's another thing we have to do is not let the things of the past, not let the failures, not let the sin, all those things that we feel so bad about, we can let that rob our joy. He says, don't look there. Look toward the future. Mm -hmm. Look toward what Christ has for you. You can rejoice in that.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, something I I wrote down in my notes here when I was studying, and it says uh, from Psychology Today. The magazine, it says that there's four keys to happiness, and they said that they are friendliness, cheerfulness, compassion, and gratitude. (laughs) Hmm. But it goes on to say that joy is the emotion that brings life worth living in the moment because it resonates with our core identity. Wow. It is associated with feelings of the ease, appreciation, and meaning. Why would that happen? Hmm. It's what's living inside you. It Mm -hmm. gives you that ease. That gives you that identity.
0: You know, happiness can last weeks. Things can be going along great, and then it can be gone in a second. But true joy is constant, and Terry, I often think of the game of golf. You know, oh, you can be hitting the ball, everything's going well. All of a sudden, the shoulder dips. You're hitting behind it. Next thing you know, it's all just lessons. gone.
1: <laughs> you know, it's so funny you say that because that example crossed my mind when we were preparing and thinking about this. Because talk about happiness and circumstance. <laughs> we can we can par a hole. You could birdie a hole, and you're Flying high, and then you triple bogey the next hole. (laughs) But the bottom line is what we need to be joyful of is that we're out in nature. We're on a beautiful golf course. We're enjoying time with our friends. But we let the circumstances get to us. Yeah. You, you
2: count how many golf
1: balls you lose. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> I think we're both too competitive to sit there and go, wow, what a beautiful day. I don't care that my game has gone to pot.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but Again? really,
0: it's it's a small thing. Small thing. Finishing strong. You know, it's something we talk about, guys, all the time. It requires deep-seated joy to know that in our final years, we're going to do something that really matters for the Lord. And he's been doing great things through fearless faith. And we are so thankful for the people who have been supporting us. And he's really created a family But it's going to be our secret weapon at defeating Satan, overcoming his attacks with the word of the Lord and joy. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think as people, uh, as they get older, as they start slowing down, sometimes people let their world get smaller and smaller, and then the happiness diminishes, and then the joy kind of seeps out if they're not careful. So it's so important to continue to, Fill yourself back up with the Holy Spirit and allow that fruit to generate and then to watch your attitude and to look at the big picture of things and remove negativity and be positive. And all those things play a part in maintaining mm-hmm. that joyful life. A lot, uh,
2: a lot of times it's something that just happens, that they have to go into a, a time when they're more by themselves, and they're more secluded. But that's the time you need to pray more. You need to read your Bible. You should be doing this every day. And if you're not doing that, you're letting that joy escape you. Yeah. And you need just keep that in you and keep meditating on the word.
0: When we say joy is intentional, I think of keeping our eyes on the Lord. Focusing on him mm-hmm. in everything because joy is wholly dependent on who Jesus is, not on who we are. Right. Yeah. If we're trying to get our happiness from ourselves and even, even other people, They're going to let us down. We'll let ourselves down. It has to be from the Lord.
1: Mm -hmm. It's a byproduct of our worship and love for God.
0: Yeah. So we got to keep our eyes on Him. We want to finish strong. We want to really have long-lasting joy. Brian, would you pray for those people who maybe haven't accepted the Lord and and they've only known just bits and pieces of happiness and they really Mm -hmm. need long-term joy?
2: Let's do that. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come before you now. And we just reach out to folks that are listening to this, that are hearing this maybe for the first time. We're praying, Lord, that they will want joy and they will seek joy too, and that their heart is nudging them towards joy. And if they're looking for that, Lord, the answer is you. The answer is Jesus. And all I have to do is say, Jesus, please forgive me my sins. I'm a sinner. I want to repent. I want to go the other way. I want to follow you. Make me, make me cold. Make me clean. And just ask you into my heart, and I accept you, and please accept me as, as a child the King. That's all it has to do. And, Lord, we just I just pray that people, when they hear that, that they would just pray along with that, that, that they will feel that tugging in their heart, and they'll know that there's something missing. And the something missing is the joy, the joy of the Lord in their life. And we just give this all to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Here's a quick memory. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in yeah. my heart. I
2: thought you were going to say that.
0: You're supposed down to, to say, where? Heart. Where? Down, down in my heart. Oh, you guys are real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll work on that before our next edition of Finish Strong, and we'll Go try to finish a little bit stronger world. back then. God bless everybody. Remember, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.